on this Feast of the Ascension, we read the words of the Great Commission, go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Jesus had kept his ministry within Israel's boundaries, not because the gospel was not intended for pagan nations, rather because that universal expansion of his kingdom could only happen after the new covenant had been established in his blood, and not before that point. Still, it is striking to think that the Lord arranged matters in such a way that it would be his disciples and not him the ones to bring the message of salvation into new cultures and languages with all the challenges that would surely result from that expansion. He entrusted his disciples and us also with a lot. The Lord says then that those who believe in the gospel will be saved. Those who don't will be condemned. These words can sound harsh, but actually they are an expression of the mercy of God and of his respect for our freedom. Since none of us can be saved through perfect uprightness, God opened a path of salvation through faith, through reliance in his Son. And moreover, God will have mercy on those who haven't believed through no fault of their own, because God can provide the graces that they need for salvation in ways that he only knows. But still, and here's the respect for freedom, it is possible for people to reject Christ because of clinging to their hardness of heart, and that is a rejection of the salvation God offers them. Then Jesus mentions the signs that will accompany the proclamation of the gospel. Now, the images Jesus uses here may represent many situations. The serpents can definitely refer to literal snakes, but also to pagan philosophies, toxic environments, or dangerous conditions that the apostles would have to confront relying on the grace of God. But the central idea that Jesus conveys here is that his being in the Father does not mean that he's removed. On the contrary, he is totally invested in the labors of his disciples. The original Greek literally says he will synergize with them. So Jesus won't be visibly present, and yet he will be very present. The signs indicate that he is active, he's acting in our midst. What is the mission that the Lord is entrusting you with? And why does he do that? Why does he, doesn't he do it all by himself? What are the signs of his presence? What can you do to take up that task of the Great Commission?